Judah here with Bavakama Perikzion Mishnah Bet. So in this Mishnah, the Mishnah brings you a, brings a series of cases where you might have thought that perhaps the rule of paying the four or five times payment doesn't apply, but in fact it does. So here we go. We have a bunch of different, uh, very creative variations. Ganav alpishnaim alpihem. O Let's say uh, Ruvain stole an animal, a sheep or an ox from uh, from Shimon, and then along come witnesses A and B, who say that they, they saw that Ruvain stole from Shimon, and then either A and B themselves say that uh, Ruvain also shechted or uh, or sold that animal, so that would be a classic four and five times case, Arba case. However, let's say a and B said that Ruvain stole from Shimon, but it took C and D to say, by the way, and we saw that he uh, we he sold or shechted it. Meaning, the witnesses who saw the theft are not the witnesses who saw the shechita or the uh, or the sale. You might think that it all has to be one set of witnesses. Nope. There is indeed a payment of four or five times. Uh, it does not have to be the same set of witnesses. That's one thing you might have thought would ruin the payment, the need to pay four or five, but it doesn't. It can in fact be separate witnesses. The Mishnah continues on. Let's say a person stole and sold on Shabbos. So you might think that there's some sort of a Shabbos violation here that would involve a death penalty. And cases of a death penalty, when you have a death penalty and a monetary payment, you just do the death penalty, not the monetary payment. So you might have thought that if he stole and then sold it on Shabbos, uh, that he doesn't pay four or five. But in fact, he does, because sale on Shabbos is not chayav mita. Continuing on. Let's say a person stole and then sold it for a vodazara. Uh, so again, the sale of an item for Vodazara, you might have thought that the sale of an item for Vodazara is liable to death penalty, but in fact, that's not true. It's, it's us sort of sell things for Vodazara, but it doesn't uh, involve a death penalty, and therefore they'd still pay four and five times. Gana Vitavach uh, Yom Kippurim. Say person sold and stole and then uh, shechted on Yom Kippur. Again, Aser, but Shechita uh, on Yom Kippur is liable karet, not a death penalty. So again, it doesn't wipe out the uh, the monetary payment of four or five. Let's say a person stole from his father and then shechted or uh, or sold it, and then subsequently his father died. So you might think, well, since when his father dies, eventually it's actually partially his, it's part of his inheritance, so maybe he wouldn't be chayev on this. No, because when he stole it, and at the time that he shechted and sold it, it was his father's property, not his, it was not his property, and therefore he is in fact sub- subject to the four and five times penalty. Gana um, v'tavach, let's say a person stole something and then shechted it, and then after he shechted it, he said, ah, oh, I'm going to give this to the Beit HaMikdash. So you might think, well, maybe it's not his, and therefore he isn't chayef. No, in all these cases, Mishalem Tashlume Arba Nice idea on all of them, but every single one of them actually still pays the full four and five times penalty for having stolen and then shechted or sold. Continuing on, Ganav V'tavach, the Rafua Olaklavim, let's say a person stole and then shechted it for purposes of, uh, of Rafua, meaning they, it, was, it was to cure a sick person. Or the klavim, or they shechted it to uh, to feed to dogs. Um, now, even though he didn't have to shecht it kosher if he's going to feed it to a dog, but he did shecht it kosher. It was a proper shechita. Um, or he shechts it properly, but it turns out the animal's a trefa. Treif, actually, although colloquially means something non-kosher, technically speaking, in halacha, trefa means an animal that has one of a series of maladies that are noted in uh, in Masechet Chulin that we assume the animal would not survive a year. So, uh, actually, you shecht the animal, and it turns out the animal's a trefa. It has a hole in its lung, a hole in the membrane lining the brain, or this or that. So 
In all these cases, though, even though it didn't have to be per se shechted kosher for someone who's sick who absolutely needs it. Better if, if so, but not necessary. Or for dogs, they don't keep kosher, they're dogs. Or uh, or it was shechted properly, but it was found to be a trefa. So you might think, oh, maybe this isn't really necessary to be a proper shechita, and it doesn't have to, it doesn't uh, involve the uh, the four and five times penalty if it was stolen and then shechted for these purposes, but in fact it will. Let's say a person takes this animal, steals it, totally normal uh, animal, takes it to the Beit HaMikdash and shechts it there, which is usher. it's not a korban. So all these cases, you might think that something about the case that's usher makes it, or, or wrong, or whatever, makes it uh, not subject to four and five times. Nope. Uh, it actually does pay four and five times penalty for having stolen and then shechted or sold. At the very end, Rav Shimon exempts from paying four or five times the last two, namely an animal that's shechted properly but found to be a trefa or an animal shechted in the Beit HaMikdash because he says that, in fact, there's a problem here in the Shechita. It's not the act of Shechita that was problematic, but either the um, ineffectiveness of it in the, in the case of uh, Trefa, because the animal turns out to be a Trefa animal uh, because it was ill in some way, or in the Beit HaMikdash because of the location. So he says, since there's something ineffective about the ultimate Shechita, not vis-a-vis the act of Shechita, but in the result, um, as a result, he says, it's not a proper Shechita, and so since it's not a proper Shechita, Roshimim would hold, it's not subject to four and five times penalty, because that penalty is for those who steal and then checked. He says there's a problem in the Shechita.